1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
2: Warning, the following products Derek and I share about do not have any patent or copyright. Feel free to take any of them and make yourself some money. You're welcome.
3: What's going on, guys? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who put a soft, soothing substance on his skin and thought to himself, this is amazing. I got to market this until I lock, I just tapped him on the shoulder and I said, Carl, that's just lotion, bro. Sorry. Hmm. Carl Mandrioli. Hmm. Carl yeah.
2: thought he invented lotion, and he didn't. You ready did today? did not invent lotion. We got some other inventions today. Yeah, we got some other stuff, though. Shark okay. tank today. Let's do it. Shark Tank with me is Derek Somerville, a man who thinks the show, the TV show Shark Tank, is actually the sequel to Finding Nemo. Isn't that
3: Finding Nemo too? Is that
2: embarrassing? Embarrassing? Embarrassing. Wow. Sorry do you, you watch me. the show Shark Tank? I have, I have. It's like it's... You, like you've seen like everybody's probably seen an episode, right? But do you actually yeah. have you seen like a string of them together, or do you ever? I a know. string of them together, like do I? Binge like you ever sit down, like I'm gonna watch Shark Tank right now.
3: Not intentionally. No, I okay. have seen a handful of episodes though, because uh, I'm a basketball fan. So I I like one of the uh, the hosts on there. So who's that? Who's um, that? Well, I'm not gonna tell you because it
2: might come up in trivia <laughs> later. So <laughs> oh, gotcha. We'll, right. we'll see. So don't Google anything. Are you are you for or against Mr. Wonderful? Mmm.
3: Robert Herg Herj- Herj- how do you say his last name? Herj- that's Shiver- not the same guy. No, It's not that's not the same guy? Yeah. Name? No. Who's Mr. Wonderful again? He's to. the bald guy. Oh, Kevin O'Leary, right. Yeah. Um am I for or against? I don't I don't really have an yeah. opinion about it. I don't really I don't think I watched it enough to really care. I'd say Gotcha. He's maybe more against. He
2: all right. He's the most yeah, controversial character, but I yeah. think he's hilarious. So oh, Um yeah. kind of a quick story about Shark Tank, this episode. We have tried to put this together for the entirety of season three like we've had this yeah. on our plans but we've had some challenges trying to schedule trying to get a shark on our episode so to speak mm, yeah. so um so i had my i had my running list of like all these ideas that i wanted to share with with their shark and one of the ones on my list actually was brought up legitimately on a shark tank episode really huh. yeah so it was, it's, and so I can't, this is not going to be the one that I mentioned today um, with our shark, but this, it was flashlight shoes.
3: Oh, flashlight shoes. Right.
2: Like you put oh, right. like on the tongue of your shoe or something, you, yeah. you put, you know, like a, a yeah. flashlight kind of thing. So that way it kind of lights where your feet are going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, th- and that was it. like, I was just randomly watching it one day. I'm like, and they're like flashlight shoes. And I thought, that's my idea. So you wow. made fun of me with the lotion thing, but legitimately, like I came up with an idea that was introduced on Shark Tank.
3: But did you come
2: up with it after them? I mean I I'm sure, I don't know like I put this on the Google doc back in the fall and I think I saw it on a show soon thereafter so mm. so probably after them yeah like chronologically did any did any of them go for it I forget but as they were presenting it I mm. was realizing those are pretty dumb so probably not <laughs> you would have gotten mocked so bad. <laughs> maybe they maybe they could have you could have got them on uh, QTV or whatever it is right uh, QVC what's that one yeah QVC. Right. QVC. I will say that compared to some of the ones that we're, that we're about to suggest, that one's actually not that bad. <laughs>
3: That's true. That's very true. Right.
2: So, true. yeah. So basically Derek and I came up with a bunch of inventions that don't currently exist that we're aware of that should exist, and we thought we could pitch it to a CEO of a company in order to try to make it happen and see if anybody could could bite on this one, so to speak, and so we got mm. our good friend Tayson from Outdoor Vitals to to join us for this. We'll we'll hear from him in a little yes. bit, and he was yeah he so he he kind of provided the voice or the perspective of the uh, the backcountry shark, so to speak.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. So before we get to that though, I got a verse Genesis uh, chapter one again, verse twenty one. So God created the great creatures of the sea. And every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it. Do you get get the connection this week here?
3: Sharks, water. Got it. Yeah. So, Real great. So,
2: Derek, what's your right? Yeah. What's your favorite sea creature? Currently or all time? Sometimes I ask these questions and literally you can say whatever you want and it'll be like an opinion, it'll be correct, and you still need clarification. I don't know how. I don't know how.
3: You know what? I know how because how many times, and we can go back in these episodes and I can ask you a very basic open-ended
2: trivia question. You're like, well, wait, where are we? We're like, what are we doing? And I'm like, it's open-ended.
3: It's an opinion,
2: card." But there's more, I feel like there's more at stake with the trivia whereas this is just conversational. Uh, you know, justified how you want. Okay, I'm gonna just answer you. I'm gonna say it's an animal
3: that's no longer around. Maybe, okay. possibly. Uh, what, people Le- I think they're still around. No, I was gonna say. Uh, what's it called? It's the uh, megalodon. Goldfish? Megalodon. Oh, okay. Yeah, the
2: ginorma. You know what that is, Carl? What's
3: a megalodon, Carl?
2: So that's a dinosaur from the Cretaceous period that used to eat smaller fish um so it was it was omnivorous because they ate seaweed as well for survival and it, it actually had three eyes and out of its third eye it could communicate with its fellow megalodons this is why
3: this is why i love you because you are ridiculous. <laughs> That's okay. See, so yeah. you, you. I made a all I know. that You'll stuff. Me, he likes to make me look dumb, and then he makes himself look dumb at the same time. So, I do. I, Megalodon is uh, the super ginormous, sixty-foot great white shark that used to live in the ocean. Ah. And I actually have actually have a tooth of one of those that I got. Okay. Um. Pretty cool. So I I I always am fascinated by that. Um, yeah. Animal. Some people believe that it's still around, which I find hard to believe, but. You know, who knows? Like,
2: is it like the Loch Ness monster?
3: Yeah, it's like the Loch Ness, the Megalodon.
2: Okay. So, I, I mean, is, yeah. is that... I don't know what it looks Chupacabra. like. Chupacabra. So. Did you want to have a Loch Ness expert on? We could do that.
3: It Well, I don't know. I am Scottish. It would be interesting for me. Okay. I have seen a lot of documentaries on that, so I think it would be okay. Do you yeah. believe
2: in the Loch Ness monster? No. Okay. It would
3: be hard to... It's pretty incredible. Things... Yeah.
2: All right. Um. All right. So, anyway... So anyway, uh, so yeah, all that to say, uh, <laughs> kind of an awkward lead-in, but this is our Shark Tank <laughs> episode, where yeah, where we caught up with Tayson. So here we go. We are here with Tayson from Outdoor Vitals. How's it going, man? It's going good. Going very well. Yeah. So uh, it's been a while since we've had you on, and and since that time, I feel like you've kind of like gotten a little bit famous. Is that? Do you know I'm going with this? <laughs> kind of a big deal now. Yeah. Big deal. Well, I don't. I, I don't even mean outdoor vitals specifically. I mean like taste and you specifically.
3: <laughs> you know, if oh. you can grow a beard, you can get famous. It's that easy. <laughs> really carl can't grow a beard though he has like a spotty patchy oh, up, so he's, he's gonna have to that. try something different you know there's there's different things to get famous you know what i thought about doing i thought about cutting my gorgeous hair and then donating it like locks of love and giving it to carl's beard i thought maybe <laughs> well you'll you'll laugh you'll laugh at
4: this but uh, you guys and this has been a long time but when i cut my beard the last time it was the end of our loft tech jacket campaign It was kind of like a a little bet that I put okay. out to our audience that we wouldn't hit certain numbers. And we hit it and I had to shave off my like two foot okay. long beard. <laughs> and I donated it to a local Shakespearean festival and they made
3: like yes. multiple beard wigs yes. out of it.
2: Wait, your beard was so long, they made multiple beard yeah, wigs. Yeah, dude, what that's, that's, that's what right. I'm talking yeah. about.
3: That's what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> you're kind of answering my question before I even ask it, but, but, but just kind of to catch everybody up. So if you're on YouTube at all, And you're watching typically anything that's like outdoor backpacking related like outdoor vitals with Tayson comes up as like an advertisement pretty frequently yeah yeah. Yeah, like
4: (laughs) we've got a really good offer that we run um that we that we choose to use our marketing budget for so yeah it's uh if if you haven't seen it we we offer like a free backpacking pillow right um, it's, it's legit. Like people don't think it is, but we legit lose money when people buy a pillow. But, um, <laughs> we do it just to, just to get people aware of us oh, yeah. and then be able to, uh, wow. to follow up and show them some of our other products. For but, sure. yeah. I,
2: the reason why I point that out is just so people can kind of have get a visual of who you are. You're, you're the, the guy with a beard that, um, is, <sighs> is promoting some, some outdoor products that, uh, that comes up, like I said, on the YouTube channel. But, and actually my question was about the beard. Cause I was like, you know, it looked like. You know, when you first started, you had the the lengthy beard, and then it got shorter, and then I don't know if I'm seeing the commercials out of order, but then they're basically at various lengths during (laughs) the course of a month. Keeps on your toes. So I don't. So are you are you in the process of growing it back out, or like keeping it a certain length? Okay.
4: Yeah, that's correct. So we we chopped it last. Like not this last December, okay. but like almost a year and a half wow. ago. And then it's been, it's been growing ever since, but, right. uh, yeah. Revenue went down when I ch- when I cut it. So that that's, sense. that's why I had to
2: yeah, grow yeah. back. Are you being serious? Mm-hmm. Did it really go down? <laughs> <laughs> that's,
3: depends if my wow. wife is
4: listening. If she's listening, then yes, okay. it did. But if she's not, then, uh, it's debatable. she
3: hates it. She's a beard hater. huh?
4: No, no. She actually really likes it, but that's okay. also, that's my secondary excuse. <laughs> She's a
2: beard hater. Someone (laughs) with a beard
3: haters.
4: I
2: don't know. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right. Well, we keep talking about beards forever, but that's not the theme of the show. So we have, um, so we've had the show kind of like, planned for a long time. We want to make sure that we got you on because we, you know, like you're the one person we know that's like actually in charge of a company that might have some really good feedback. And so Derek and I have come up with some backpacking ideas. Now we're not, you know, developers and we're not entrepreneurs, but um, we, we just we're just in the idea phase and we wanted to run them by you and you can just kind of give us feedback, you know, like would Outdoor Vitals or any other company in this industry possibly want to create this item? Um, there's no patent, there's no trademark in anything. So you can simply, if, if you actually like any of our ideas, you're, you're allowed to s- simply steal them and use them as your own.
4: Oh, so can I, can I shred that non-disclosure you sent me earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Just burn it up. Okay. Burn okay, it up. make sure.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess, I guess the, like the, the basic level of feedback is like, you can tell us like, this is a viable item. Like I could see either after vitals or another company making this. Or you can give us, like, a maybe. Like, maybe if we kind of develop the idea a little bit or, or, or maybe, you know, if, you know, the stars align yeah. or whatever. Um, or you can just tell us straight up, like, this is bad. This is, like, a bad idea. You're fired. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I probably should
4: put a disclaimer out here, too, because you know how sometimes, like, if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail? Um <laughs> <laughs> that can sometimes happen with me where like I know how to run a business the way that I know how to run a business. And so when people bring to me like a brick and mortar idea, mm. like I'm not very good at those. Mm. Cause I'm just like, I've never done brick and mortar mm-hmm. and they sound so limited that like, I just have no interest in them. And okay. I'd be like, well, how could we take that and put it online? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So right. There might be a few cases where it might be a viable idea but I'm going to be like eh, probably not for me or like I wouldn't do it because I don't see them you know I'll, I'll, so that's my disclaimer but that so. could
2: be and that could be mm-hmm. a maybe I mean mm-hmm. it doesn't these the, mm-hmm. like these mm-hmm. aren't all going to fit for outdoor vitals in what you guys produce but um, I've got one that might and I don't know what Derek has but you could yeah, it could be a maybe, or could you you could just see another company that might be interested in that as you know, like you can think of it also not just from the point of view of you being like a CEO, but also as a backpacker. Like is this something that backpackers want, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. But to but but like on our side full disclosure, like I'm I'm expecting the majority to be like, No, this is ridiculous. So <laughs> Speak <laughs> Hey, speak for yourself, Carl. Speak for yourself. Okay, okay. okay. We'll <laughs> see what we'll see what you have with I'm gonna be making millions today. I don't know about you. Derek is more, yeah. Derek's more on the line of like, he might tell you an idea he has, and Outdoor Vitals is already like producing that exact item. So, sleeping um, bag. Do you have a sleeping bag? (laughs) Never heard of it. Right. All right. And Uh, then, and then, and then, um, for everybody else out there, and Outdoor Vitals is in the process of releasing a series of brand new items on their own. So, we want to hear about those as well. So, mm, uh, Derek, you want to go first? All right.
3: My first item is, uh, you know, it's an important thing to start a fire usually it's it's a morale builder it's a big deal when you are on the trail and so i thought to myself like what's a better way to start a fire especially like if it's maybe damp out or wet and you really want to get it going you want to get it big you want to get it flaming hot and so i thought why not turn back the clock why not go old school bring back like a custom travel size and regular size accordion fire bellow and bring it on the trail, lightweight, of course. Yeah, there you go. Accordion fire bellow
2: Wait, are you talking about accordion like like it does the fire? Yeah, the bellowing, I guess, and the musical instrument side of things. That's what we talked about in a previous episode. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I Dual think you purpose. Get,
4: could you, uh, are you? Are you talking like a black stick <laughs> one where you like pump it like up and down? You're not like talking about making pump music. Or,
3: I'm talking like serious pump. Not. Look, if you want to get real, you bring like a big old canvas and like vinyl and wood mm-hmm. wood one. They have like the legit ones, or you could go like outdoor vitals lightweight PVC slash plastic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but make no, it. So
4: I I think um, the concept, the, the thing you're trying to solve, I think it's very viable. I've uh, Uh-oh. I've seen different things. Oh, in fact, there was one that I saw years and years and years ago, and it was just like a a handheld. You'd spin it and it would like blow this fan out of a out of the end of the tube and um, I wish that I bought that thing, honestly, um, cause it was just, it's just a way to just constantly blow without like blowing out of your mouth. Cause there's right. some people like bring like a straw or things like that to try to channel the air and, and that works, but it, you still end up mm. blowing. So I think if you made a plastic, plastic type fan, um, that was very concentrated in where it was blowing, I think, I think there's some viability for backpackers now for, for car campers, I'll say I'll kind of classify it as that. There's a thing called like a solo stove or, or something like that, that just a super high efficiency right. stove. And I've heard amazing things out of that. So that, and that would require like no billowing it just like kind of self billows using mm. the wind currents and the way that they've got mm. the holes drilled in this device and so on and so
2: forth. So it sounds like you're, you're like a, maybe like it needs some development, but there's some potential there is what you're saying.
4: Yeah, I think I think the concept is there. The, the, what you're trying to solve, I think it's a, it's a it's a problem, and you could you could just have to you're just gonna have to tailor it for the, for your audiences.
3: I think what he's saying, Carl, is it's gonna be the non-billow billow. Okay, that's, that's what sound- he's <laughs> yeah. he He wants to just rename it, and that's I get that. Yeah, okay. that I think that's good. Okay, <laughs> we'll hey. we'll put that down as a strong possibility. Or
4: or here, just take this. Like we've got a lot of people have like the pump sacks and stuff for their for their air mattresses, right? right? Just figure out a way to use that as your billow, and you're there.
2: There you go. Okay, you go. that's right, that sounds like actually something out up like Outdoor Vitals Alley, where you could create like a dual purpose inflator for you know the the air mattress, but also for the fire Boom. billowing. Yeah, I, now we're. Generating. I feel like I'm going to have to yeah, try it now. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you do, <laughs> let us know how that goes because that's awesome. Pressure's <laughs> on, Carl. Pressure's on. What Derek, you got? Derek, I think I'm going to give you a thumbs up on that one. Sounds like sounds How'd like you... you got some as you should as you should yeah okay uh yeah think outside the tent car you're gonna have some good ideas let's go all right this one is literally outside the tent this is something where you're gonna put a device in your camp area and it might be some sort of like infrared sensor that will sense large animals coming into your (laughs) campground at night when you're already in your tent and if there's an animal like a bear or a mountain lion that kind of breaks break or Sasquatch that breaks the barrier it will alert you it'll say basically like intruder alert intruder alert (laughs) like some sort of an alarm for you so that you can get out of the tent and scare it away
4: yeah no I I that's good that's it's it's all relative, but i think I think you could actually find an alarm system, just an alarm system that would have a siren on it with a motion sense mm, right. um, mm. I do know that my uh brother, who is quite scared of bears, uh he packed in a motion sensing uh led light once okay and he hung it in a tree facing the camera, so if you walked in front of it, this
2: light would kick on right and uh that that helped him sleep better so. How ooh, that's really good. How mm. do you know how much that weighed? Like are we talking like a pound or more? I bet his
4: was was it a, a pound or more. I, okay. I think his wow. was his was heavier than I would have, you know, wanted to see in his pack. But um Right, right. Yeah. I'm I'm all, I'm usually on the lighter end of things, but uh um, sure. but no but for that's him. A
2: good, ooh, that's a good idea. I mean for people that are like legit afraid of the animals. Uh-huh. That's an alternative that's already in existence, whereas we would have to develop a lightweight intruder alert alarm system. So, what,
3: what if instead of intruder alert, what if it just like had like a disco ball pops out and starts playing disco and that would scare all the animals away <laughs> and you get a, like a light show and it's a fun feeling. I don't know. That's if if you've got fast reflexes, I know that's
4: queued up on your phone all the time. So you could just as soon as that light kicks on, you hit go on your phone. You're good. You got it
3: that's my ringer yeah that's my ringer but no if, if, if someone awesome. was really
4: yeah. interested in that i bet you could find like a diy alarm system that that could potentially because mm. like a diy
3: alarm system usually just has a siren that goes off right and right like people have those custom like generally dukes of hazard horns on their car you can maybe <laughs> hear that <laughs> <up> <laughs> somehow derek what's your next one what you got my next one is this is gonna this is I already feel like this is gonna be legendary. Okay. And sometimes <laughs> I think that when people there's a lot of long trailers out there and I said, you know, I haven't done a long trail, but I wanna like in I wanna like get into the mind of a long trailer, you know. So I was thinking about Carls, thinking about his weak shoulders, his weak bladder, his weak his just his weak system. <laughs> oh and gosh. I thought to myself, how much time could you save on your long trail if you didn't have to stop to go to the bathroom? And I thought I'm going to develop something called the pocket pooper pants and the pocket pooper pants
2: <laughs> have like,
3: have like, it's like, it's like little, it's a pant- in my head already. <laughs> <laughs> These are pants you wear with like a little separate pocket and then you just go poop while you're on the trail. You don't have to stop. And then when you, when you eventually stop to like eat or get water, then you just, you know, take them off and like. Sling them on top of your backpack and you're good to go. Tasten, I would like to another.
2: apologize for Derek right now. I'm the pocket pooper pants. I'm actually embarrassed to um, have Derek share that with you on this episode. Yeah,
4: yeah, I feel like most people, Derek, are going to be scared of pooping in their own pants. Um,
2: but it sounds like you're not. So I'm wondering if you
4: used the pens before or look, you know, like you sound comfortable with the concept.
3: My only, is- my <laughs> only defense to that is that marathon or or long. Runners or whatever they are, they'll pee while they run. But you got to get over that hump. Yeah. You know, if you want to break that time, right. you throw in the pocket pooper pants, and you're gonna be happy about it. That's that's what I think. Yeah. So, food for thought
4: to, to those people. They might not shop at Outdoor Vitals. I don't know. That, that's, <laughs> <laughs> they are extremists for sure. So
2: no, um, Pocket pooper. Okay, it. Gotcha. Derek. I think you lost any sort of credibility that you built up with your first suggestion. No, I, I'm outside you know, you're the, of the one tent. that I have, but I
4: but I'll pitch to you guys. Maybe you guys can start sewing these in your garage. Sure. Um, oh yeah. I have always, and I actually almost I developed a rough prototype of this once, like in college, and uh, yeah, it's the idea of a hanging toilet so basically picture like a hang like a hammock Mm. that had like a flap or like a hole and so you could sit down and be fully suspended in the air while you went to the bathroom Mm. but it would be like super light it would weigh like you know i don't know you could probably make one that's like 10 ounces or less who's gonna scrub you you would
2: get you would get people buying that for sure but
4: who's gonna scrub the hole like who's gonna do that you know what I mean? No, no, no. It's a big flap. You gotta as long as you can hit it in a twelve inch hole, you know, or something like that, like out of the bottom of the little seat.
2: I don't know, Carl. That's asking a lot for Carl. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think no. I'm seriously that that legit. Like I can see people have a genuine fear of going number two in the woods and anything that's going to mm-hmm. make it more comfortable. Um, maybe not Derek's suggestion, but like <laughs> we did it. What we is. did an episode last season about going to the bathroom in the woods and it was like how to, you know how to do that, like different strategies and that was like one of our most popular episodes as a result. I think that's I think that's a <laughs> big, big surprise for a lot of folks. Yeah.
3: Well I like the I like the whole belt idea we talked about the other week where we wrap it around the you tree. You like to bring that up, up yeah. yeah. That was the third time, but either way.
2: But I don't know so you want to get the hammock dump. We'll call that the hammock dump. Let technology. me stick let me stick with yeah. the bathroom theme. I feel like I feel like Derek, you tried to ruin my next idea, but Taysom redeemed it because he had a really good alternative to to yours. But mine is um mm. mine's mine tries to solve the problem about having to go to the bathroom go just go pee like at five in the morning when you just you know it's cold outside, you don't want to get mm. out of your tent. Mm. But you just gotta go and so it's a problem. um this could be like an accessory that you sell with your tents. It's the tent catheter, where it just has you have a a setup where it basically like leads to a tube that goes out like a little you know like it's almost like an anti-hydration flap like you know how the how backpacks have those little holes for hydration tubes. This would be like a tube goes out of the tent. It's a lot of setup. Hopefully downhill from the tent, and uh, that way you Mm -hmm. can you can go number one without getting out of your tent in the morning.
3: What, what do I have to crawl over you for this tube? Like, are you calling this the gojo?
2: Like, what are we calling this? I call you it know? the tent catheter.
3: The tent that's not, and this is not,
2: okay. I think you're confusing. This is Tayson's response. Derek, it's not your job. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to ease the blow. Okay. Okay.
4: So I think, I think the big thing here is multifunctional, right? That's what every outdoor enthusiast, they lean on multifunctional things. So it's less weight. So I think you need to try this with your bladder hose first there you and, go and that's a good idea works now we're done. and then and then if it does you bring it back you pitch it hey this is the multifunctional hose you'll need one hose to do two things yeah. both
3: drink and filter your yeah. own pee we've talked about this filter your
4: oh, own oh my yeah. gosh
2: carl uh, looks it's like it's a quick <laughs> adapter you plug right on the end yeah yeah, yeah. okay I'm gonna I'm gonna count your response as a maybe. We just need a little more. I'm just sending
4: it back to R and D phase
2: uh, as far as testing, but if if it works, deep in the R and D
3: phase. I got one more. I got one more. If you want to hear it, yeah, I got one more for Derek. Go ahead. All right, Uh, this is something that I can relate with, and I think many people can. Another way to save weight, you know, I love my socks, but I thought to myself, like, is there a way to just like get rid of four or five pairs of socks and like still not get blisters on the trail? And I thought, yes, yes, there is. The moleskin line shoes, that's how we do it. We mole, we moleskin
2: line <laughs> our entire shoe and you never get blisters and you don't have to bring socks. Moleskin shoe, boom. So you, it's like a built-in sock uh, for your shoe, basically?
3: It's like a Dr. Scholl's made of mole, moleskin. We call it mm. we call it the Dr. Mole. Okay. <laughs> huh? There you go.
4: I probably haven't used enough moleskin to know, but that'd be like, like putting almost like lining your shoe with suede almost <laughs> like a similar effect. But I just saved you like a lot of room in your bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, a lot. You don't pack it anymore. You it's didn't. just there already. um nah, I, I, uh, I <laughs> you should say no. Just
3: say I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> See, I, I feel like he's being more tactful with your capture idea but you know that's fine you can lay it on me I can I can take the hit I, I can think take I it. think a
4: moleskin sock liner would be better than sticking it to the shoe but I think you're there I, I think sock liners are a good thing I've used mm. them and uh a moleskin sock liner it would maybe be a little bit
3: easier so I'm, I'm just glad I didn't laugh at my face I did that. I did I'll <laughs> take the moleskin sock liner well you did yeah that's it a- you got i got else one more
2: this go. one yeah i like your creativity there
4: we're going too quick here you guys are oh, throwing I, I, them i've out got there. i've
2: got more if you want to keep hearing but we want to we want to honor your okay. time okay. um this one's an, actually an app that you can just have on your phone a lot of people bring phones nowadays as part of their gear and i'm not sure if you're familiar with the app uh shazam where it's like you know you it, he, here's the song <laughs> and then you can like it'll identify the name of the song and the artist mm-hmm. so, yeah, so yeah. how about shazam for animal sounds so, like you <laughs> oh, hear the gee. crunch, you hear this—the this, this the twig snap—and the, like the amount of decibels and the proximity can determine mm. the size of the mm. animal. That's probably like a squirrel or a marmot versus that's you know like a bear or mountain lion. So that way, probably,
4: a hundred percent that needs to be built into
2: your alarms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so double it up oh, is what you're yeah. saying. So
4: you yeah, so then you get in the app and you just say, you know, if it's over thirty pounds. I want to be notified. If it's under 30 pounds, I don't Mm. want to be notified, right? So you set, like you can set your own limits of like where you want to be notified based off of both decibel and sound Shazam stuff and motion
3: sensor. Now, can it tell based on the loudness of the crack of like sticks? Like, ooh, that was a loud, 30 pound crack right. or like how does it how does it determine like what animals crack in the stick
2: you know and you know and, and, I mean? and speaking of that it doesn't have to be animals too like if you have an actual human that's like intruding upon like we've had mm. we haven't had any issues but you know we've heard other folks that have had like straight up just strangers coming into their campgrounds their backcountry campgrounds like that can, can determine At that night, yeah.
4: just wandering in
2: um yeah
4: like Dude, that's a that's a sketchy thing to do i mean you're gonna get hit with bear spray or oh no for sure something one, else.
2: I, w- th- one happened in the tetons this was not th- these guys were not being sketchy they were just literally looking for a backcountry site and they stumbled upon ours and didn't realize like we were already there because you know like we, we had lights out and everything And then they like, they're like, oh, there's a tent there. And then they were like really close, but then they, you know, ended up finding their own spot. Gotcha. Gotcha. But it is kind of creepy still. So, but if we if you had the, the, the app, you could just be like, I know there's somebody out there. I know you are a person. I have bear spray. Go away.
4: Yeah. You start yelling into the night.
2: Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like we have a couple that, um, yeah, it seems like all
4: of your guys, stuff is really themed around, you know, having a, a campsite alarm and going to the bathroom outdoors. Those are your two big pain points.
2: All right, I got, okay, here's, here's here's one that's not related to that. This one, I think, like, is legit. It's important. This, this yeah. one, I think, could be made at some point. Retractable crampons. In your shoe, like your boot, this would have mm. to be a boot because it have to be a thick enough sole. You mm. can press some sort of a button or a release where if you're going to come across an oh, ice field, God. then <laughs> out shoots the, the spikes, right? And then once you're off the ice field... You retract them you don't mm. need to sit there and like sit down and put the crampons on or the micro spikes on like boom you got them ready. So I'm going to be hiking with crampon weight until I find the ice? Yeah, that- so it, these would only, yeah, these would only be helpful if you knew you were going to encounter ice on your trip, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So if you're, yeah, if you're going to Antarctica.
2: Yeah, Antarctica is the only place that has that, Derek, you're correct. I,
3: I think if you built them off the sides mm-hmm.
4: of the shoe so they deployed on the edges of the shoe, it might work. But okay. I'm thinking like back in the days of when I had Heelys, you know, you'd like slap the, <laughs> the little wheel in there and then go cruise and you'd pop them Ooh. back out. And I mean, those were a hit. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> i think there's something to this but that's i true. think if okay. you put them off to the side so you don't have to walk on them walk on anything at all when you're not on the ice and then you just deploy them on there you might you might
2: have to... when, and when you said back in the day when i had healy's Derek was thinking to himself do you mean today because that's that's what i roll with it's <laughs> funny that's good
4: it's funny I, I i i saw someone with them just the other day i'm like are these things making a resurgence i mean
2: they were cool enough too. But... i wouldn't be surprised they the kids love those things so Heck yeah all right, well that's what we have. Thanks for humoring us with our um outside the box ideas and inventions. So well, a lot of promise. A lot of promise.
3: Yeah, you, of promise.
2: you just gotta take it to the next the
4: next stage is to build to build something and, and use it yourself, you know. So
3: prototype. Mm-hmm. Are
4: prototype.
2: you yeah, Derek, are you an entrepreneur or not so much? Uh I'm a more no. no I'm, I'm more of an ideas of a- guy and then mm-hmm. I just need to partner with somebody like Tayson who can just make things happen. But <laughs> Sounds like sounds like there's no partnership going on for, for our items. Uh, yeah, keep hi, kicking man. them our that's way. Yeah, idea. keep kicking them our way. We'll hit
4: one eventually. <laughs> spitball. We're just we're just we're just spitballing. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I've got another brother who's like that. He could come up with 100 ideas a day. And it's hard because I kind of have to like as tactfully as I can say, oh, that's not the one. That's not the one. But occasionally right. he'll spit out something I'm like, oh, that actually, you know, that 150th work. idea yeah. of this trip. And, hey, I'll take that back and we'll, we'll look at it, you know. So it takes a lot right. of ideas we'll, sometimes. Yeah.
2: It does. And and ideas are obviously like, you know, the starting point, but just to take the idea and go like one or two more steps, like that's where, you know, you're investing a lot of time and money and that's, you know, that's the, that's the tough part really. But, um, enough about our ideas. What are the new ideas that Outdoor Vitals come up with and actually turn into products? And, um, so what should we be getting excited about for this Mm. backpacking season?
4: Oh man. So about a year ago we brought on a designer and between being the designer we've been able to to just crank out a lot of things and um, polish a lot of things and update a lot of things so it's it's been a, it's been a really solid year and, and this year we'll get to see a lot of it but um, as you kind of alluded to we did release actively releasing i guess on kickstarter uh, a pant system and along with that there is um, some wool and the wool is is like a two-layer wool. it's it's kind of complex i guess to go into i don't know how much you're going into, but you should definitely go check it out we we raised a hundred thousand dollars on day one with them. Um on day one, wow.
3: Mm-hmm. Are these the saw, the okay. Satu pants? Is that what I'm yeah,
4: talking about? Yep, yeah. Yep, exactly. So if you go to Kickstarter Search Satu or go to our home website and mm-hmm. you'll find a link there on the homepage. But yeah. Yeah, I think they're like uh, we're what two weeks in from launch now, or at about three seventy-five or something like that on the campaign. So it's it's doing really, really well. But the the technology behind it is is just super cool. Like the fabrics themselves are our next level. The wool too, like like So here's here's one. Maybe you guys will appreciate this. The fact that like for me, when I was out camping, one of my biggest things was I would I would be in my thermals in my sleeping bag and then I'd wake up and be like, well, should I leave my thermals on and be comfortable? Like, while I'm putting my camp away and making breakfast, but then get hot. Like as soon as I start hiking and the sun's coming up. and, And so with our thermals, we actually ran full length side zippers on them. Um, so that as soon mm. as you want to, you just, you just, you don't have to take your boots off or anything like that. You just zip off the thermals and right, keep cruising right, right. the fabric on that dragon wool right. is just next level. Right. Like it tries four times faster than other Merino wools and, um, just lots of, lots of things like that. So that, those are really cool. Mm. We've moved a lot into the apparel side. It's a bigger, it's a bigger side of the market for sure, which is part of why we're doing it. But the other side is we just, we yeah. just use it a lot. I mean, everyone here, we're, we're I, I use outdoor gear you know, every day, rather than like some people where they're like, wear maybe jeans or whatever every day. And then they put on their outdoor gear. I, I've, I love the outdoor side of it enough that it's just more comfortable, higher, more technical gear. And so I started to use it every day and that kind of started to be like, Hey, let's, let's really start dabbling in this ourselves. We see some, some areas that need improvement in the market, some things that we could bring, um, our specialties to. And so, so yeah, so yeah, go check out those. Those are, those are definitely cool. Um, we have a new pack that'll be coming out later this year okay. that I'm super stoked for. Um, we're like on the third or so prototype and so we're getting really close to to dialing that in, but trying to bridge the gap of, of just like the ultralight cottage industry and something that has just more function with it. So trying to keep it sub two pounds, but just build in a lot more Mm -hmm. function as far as like maybe the frame sturdiness and, and comfort, but also like features like being able to get into the pack. Like it's not just a duffel bag on your back to... You know, per se. What's
2: the what's the capacity? Like what's 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 the ballpark capacity of the pack?
4: Yeah, we're looking at doing a forty five and a sixty. Okay.
2: Is this and the sixty would be sub two pounds, you think?
4: The sixty yeah, I think it I think it's gonna be close enough that it's just gonna depend on what size of frame or like a belt okay. size and some things like that that you get. If you exclude the belt, right. then I'm sure it will be sub two but if, but depending gotcha. if they have like a large belt, small belt, a few things like that, it could, I mean, but it's going to be right there, right there. So
2: yeah, no, that's still, that's, that's legit. That's a, that's a weight. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be looking at for sure. Yeah. So, I've been, and I've been really okay.
4: happy yeah. Brigham, our, our product designer, you know, and me, we've been looking at a lot of different mm-hmm. fabrics and we've got like right. some really cool custom fabrics we're making for it. That kind of gives you the best of, of both worlds with like Dyneema and non Dyneema fabrics. So we're really okay. stoked about that. And, I'm lo- I'm looking at these pants, they
3: look really comfortable.
2: We're not um, talking about I the pants right now, up. we're talking about the pack Derek. I know, but I'm well I'm looking at both I'm looking at the website. i <laughs> right, me I got a couple of pack questions. You talked about functionality. So uh, yeah. are you four against the hip belt pockets and four. Ooh. Four is that what you said four. Yeah, okay. definitely four. Yep, I'm 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 yeah. with you on that one. And then for those that don't want to use like the water bladder slash tent catheter, Can you access, can you access the water bottle like side pocket while still wearing the pack?
4: Yeah. So, well, I guess I need to wear it a little bit more on Like we're going out tomorrow actually for a really cool hike. Okay. Um, overnight Mm -hmm. trip with the company and and i'll be testing that but the idea yes that was that was designed in there so that we basically lowered the water bottle water bottle pockets as low as we possibly could on the pack Mm -hmm. and then we reinforced the bottom of those with a different fabric too so that like they can drag on the ground and be fine and that Mm -hmm. that is one of the big factors to be able to actually reach in there and and grab it so the the idea is that yes you'll be able to fairly easily pull your water bottle pack or out when it's on you. Mm, we may also nice. look at accessories for like having like a small one, um, on the front of the pack too, like on strap like and stuff.
2: So. On the shoulder strap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what would you, Ooh. okay. Couldn't be like your
4: one liter. You couldn't be like this your one liter you. smart water. It wouldn't be that comfortable. We're, we're very, so both me and my product designer, we, we do other types of, of outdoor recreation where we carry very, very heavy loads. Sometimes so we're very detail oriented when it comes to, to weight carrying, we look at so many packs right. and it's just like that just doesn't make sense like right, some people right. have frames and they don't they're not getting any lift off the shoulders and it's like why even have the frame then and just lots right. of things like right. that so we're very focused on that so if we did that we'd definitely make it a pocketing system um, okay. that would be able to go on and off but also would be for smaller water bottles because that's not the place where you want to carry water mm. but
2: would you model right. it after the Aqua Clip? aqua clip i was gonna ask you
3: i mean that. let me
4: google this it's Actively.
3: yeah he doesn't even know what it is no no no, no. Yeah. yeah exactly
4: the, the fact
2: that he doesn't know what the aqua clip is is awesome because that shows that
3: it only supports your ridiculous uh first of all but i'm glad that you guys uh, uh, this might be kind of small detail but to me it's kind of a big detail that you there's so many products that i have like bought indoor outdoor whatever and i'm thinking to myself don't people try this stuff out before they make it? This is horrible, right? But I love the fact that you said, like, I'm gonna sample this. We're detail oriented. We try to get inside the mind of the consumer. Right. Uh I think I love that. I think that's so huge because it's it really shows um, you know, in the quality. So thank you for trying all this out. And I love the name you picked for the wool for these pants, by the way, the dragon wool. Makes it's me It's not to made it right out of stuff.
2: dragons.
3: I know, okay. but it could be. We don't know. We don't know where they go. We don't know, it. <laughs> but it's that magic. That's, that's why we it kept, could be that magic. Carl magical. had a question. You know, if if his little catheter doesn't work out, uh, you know, in R and D, could he become like one of these outdoor vital like website models? You know, could he model something for you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. because we, we, I like <laughs> I like the guy modeling the, the He's like got his hands over the fire. He's like looking out. You know, the, <laughs> d- modeling dragon Ball. Like I could see Carl doing that. Question. Yeah, I mean.
2: Yeah, we could we could make something like that. I'd work. probably do that for free, actually. <laughs> yeah. Do you have? By the way, have you named have you named the pack yet? The shadow. That was the concept. Shadow. Okay. The shadow. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. if it, yeah, if you're developing any any new gear and you want to name it the Backpacking Blisters Podcast Pack or whatever, like you can you can do that. We'll <laughs> that. <laughs> let me let me say this because
4: naming stuff is the worst thing that we do what here. it is the worst thing that we oh, do man. Naming things sucks for us if yeah. you if you submit a name and we end up using it i will personally send you something for free Ooh. so that sounds if good it's, to me. if it's that good like if it's Pop. like a unique just a solid name okay. Pop, you submit yeah. it saying hey i have a name idea for something here it is um yeah i'll, I'll send you something for free because it is
3: sometimes we waste hours just trying to name stuff i feel like we waste so you don't want to think about renaming the Sawtooth Pants the Pocket Pooper Pants? You don't want to do- <laughs> no, no. I mean, okay. until we put
4: an invisible zip right down the butt crack, then... I okay. mean, if you look at those pants, they have, the, they have an invisible side zip vent, right, for for airing out. If I if I redid mm. that pant mm. and I put an invisible side you know, vent right down the butt crack, I think we could consider that. Name. Possibilities.
3: Right, possibilities. Case, I'm
2: so glad you get a sense of humor because Derek is not holding back right now. Um. No, no need. There's no need. There's no need. That's a good challenge. I like the naming challenge. We we come up with the names all the time. I mean, you know, like yeah, that's that's kind of fun for us, but we're not doing product names, which is a, a whole different animal obviously. because it's a branding and naming stuff. But like the Dragon
4: Wool, like it actually that that name came from some of the design process from the the wool makers themselves. They were actually making it for I think yeah. it was the Dragonback um rugby club out of out of Australia. So they made they made and designed that wool okay. for a rugby club and then um, we were able to, to apply it in a different setting where it just right. really shines, but yeah, we, we hate naming stuff. So <laughs> well, we do
2: our best, we do our best. I'll say that. <laughs> That's it. That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you have, give one That's more tough. product that you have either like Kickstarter coming out or in the works?
4: We're refreshing a few products later this year. They'll be available. Like our top quilts, we're refreshing a few things there. We do have a tent. So, um, okay. uh, we, we, So one thing that I talk a lot to my team about is that, you know, we started with sleeping bags and then we're like, okay, let's go to the big three. We'll do sleeping bags or like sleep systems, pack systems, shelter systems. And so as we started to look down this process, we're like, man, we just, we've got to improve some of this other stuff that we've had. So we've let some, we've let our old backpack run out while we've been redesigning just a much, much better one, more targeted to our, our, our newer customers and newer direction. And we have an older tent that we did, and we just refreshed it. So there's a right. Dominion one and a Dominion two person freestanding tents that are greatly they've greatly shaved weight off and are just super super functional with with space. Um, so those are available right now, and we are actively okay. we are actively in the R and D process, I guess you could say, of of making a single wall freestanding like trekking pole style tent that should be extremely light. So something like that the two person should be the two per- the two persons should be like sub 2 pounds the one person's going to be probably sub a pound and a half but it's like a fully Ooh. functional vestibules Ooh. got space yeah. in there great breathability single wall style tent okay. so i'm very excited to have that because um, after having used some of those the amount of the amount of weight mm. savings you can get with those okay. tents um, it's it's enviable when you go back to a a freestanding style tent you're like oh Make man it. That- you know, like our, like our, for instance, our single person tent, you can get, I want to say like you're in the two and a half pound range packed, but it's like, well, in, in a freestanding, you know, single wall style tent that we are designing, it'd be more like a pound and a half. So it's just a pound right. that you just shave off. And so that's nice. It's, and it's, that's it's significant, own, but it, yeah, it is significant. So that is in the works and we're excited about that.
2: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. This is a question I was actually going to probably pose in a later episode and really dive a little deeper into you know, some of these tents you are talking about, like this, the like just not your brand specifically, but just in general, these yeah. trekking pole tents that are, you know, two person tents, sub two pounds. Like, you're talking in terms of cost, you're talking like, you know, used cars cost less than some of these tents, right? So, so, you know, yeah. and I know you're still like in the development phase, but are are we? Are, is your cost going to have to be due to the? you know, the materials you're using and the, you know, the money you're spending in the design, is it going to be like similar to some of these other brands? Or do you think you're going to be like more on the budget side of things?
4: We'll definitely be on the budget side of things. Just the, the direct to consumer business model that we run allows okay. us to be much more, um, affordable. If I was to, and I, and I, I, I always right. wish that I never say things like this publicly, right. but if I was to guess, <laughs> cause I, I have not seen pricing on this yet. It's, it's, Okay. We haven't had any opportunities to to get quotes on it yet. We're just still prototyping this. And um, but if I was to guess on like our let's say two person freestanding tent like this, fabrics that we're gonna be running, give or take, around that two hundred dollar price point. Um it might be two fifty, but it might be like one ninety-nine.
2: No, that's that's still a fraction of um what we're talking about, some of the other competitors really so yeah yeah it's it i know you can't you can't say for sure now i mean you're like i said you're, you're still early on but that's i mean that's the real deal right there i don't
4: see how it could possibly go over 250 i'll just put it that way okay. but i'm definitely thinking we can get it like 199 ish or or maybe i don't know we'll, we'll have to see for sure but yeah it's it's not going to be a True. 500 yeah. to a thousand dollar tent by any means
2: right and that's what i'm talking about is, is some of these other ones. I'd have to look at the weight comparisons, but like that's the price range. So, um, that is amazing. That's actually really good. I have, and I have
4: seen pricing on the backpack and it is, it is very competitive too. So I'm very excited about the backpacks where they're going to, where they're going to come into the market at too. um, compared to anything out there that might use the word dyneema or just anything like that. Right. Or like Cordura, the fabrics that we're using, um, basically have a, I forget, I'm going to forget on, on, off the top of my head, what, what the name is, but it's a Dyneema like, um, strand that's going to go through it. That is the ripstop strands. So it gives it tons of strength and even abrasion resistance, but you don't have the downsides of the Dyneema. (laughs) And even with using like a, a fabric like that, that we're custom building for our pack, um, still just crazy competitive compared to any, any of those like. Cuban fiber packs out there and, and so on and so forth, but
2: some good things coming out. So we got some dragon wool and some, yeah, some weight savings.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So if you go check those out or you, um, even if you go over to our podcast, live ultralight, um, uh, you can go to live ultralight.com. You can see our podcast. We do a lot of deep dives, like really technical geeking out type mm. stuff on there. So if you're that kind of person, go, go there and just, just hear us geek out on, on the fabrics and all the design stuff. So,
2: um, Taysom man, really appreciate you coming on and uh, appreciate you having a sense of humor with with all of our <laughs> yes, random so stuff. Fun. Um, so fun. man, you're the yeah. best. And we're excited for for the stuff that Outer Vitals is putting out there and just appreciate you guys putting things out there for like good quality stuff at a good price. So so thanks for your time and thanks for coming on.
4: Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate coming on. I, I I enjoy the sense of humor. We definitely try to have a good time here on Outer Vitals. So uh no, I, I I have a great time coming on your
3: podcast. So thanks for having me. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. <laughs>
2: All right, derek so how do you think that went
3: uh i thought that all f- all my uh items could have potential i didn't say okay. a lot of potential but potential low potential to medium potential extremely low potential to medium potential where i don't know maybe <laughs> don't maybe know you answer
2: my question how so did you did you like his reaction no i think to no
3: i think stuff? the no the whole thing was fun it was super fun um okay totally absurd of course but uh absurd what, do you think that a lot of your, your items yeah right i mean i think you thought your products are really going to make some uh, you know some headway here what do you
2: think uh, um or... i think that somebody out there like we talked about you know nathan last week who mm. just happens mm. to be testing dna and you know like we don't yeah. know who's listening to this episode there's gonna be somebody who's an entrepreneur out there who's like that's not a bad idea. And so I think I there's some potential with some of our products. You put it together, especially like that app I was talking about, you know, like people want to know what those sounds are outside their tent, right?
3: I, I really think the pocket pooper pants are going to make mm. a statement eventually.
2: It's amazing that I didn't even think that you were going to go down the road of poop um, because obviously that's, you know, your go-to topic. And I just like, that, Is it? yeah, I, I like that you were just comfortable enough with tasting. You're like, you know what? Like we're talking to a CEO of a company. We've talked to him a couple times over the course of like two years. Let's just talk about poop. And I led with it. I mean, that's just bold. Right. You know, just <laughs> no fear. No fear. <laughs> Woo! That was good. Um, do you predict that anybody's going to try to cash in on any of our ideas, any fellow adventurers out there? We're going to get to that in the trivia, so I'm not going to answer that right okay. now. But uh, yeah, All right. I like where you're going. Let well, me ask you a different question then. Who, yeah. Whose products do you like, or sorry, whose products do you think he liked better, yours or mine? <laughs> I think he was uh, <laughs> more favorable with his tactful
3: responses to yours. I'll say that. Because there was one I think okay. I, you know, I think I was explaining it and he's like, I'm already saying no. <laughs> in the middle of saying that. <laughs> so you know I think was... I'm gonna,
2: in the middle of naming the product he's saying no to it. yeah i think he i think he tolerated yours more than mine i'll just say that tolerated he was yeah i i, I think i don't know that he genuinely can cons- like you know the ones that he, i think he connected with the most were not something that outdoor vitals kind of delves into especially with like the techie stuff um he's he's very good at uh, you know
3: giving you the blow of bad news in a very gentle right. way so he's, he's very good at that. I thing.
2: will say that, yeah, the one that I thought connected with him where he could sell the accessory was the tent catheter, you know, like, obviously he could design his tents to have a oh little boy. exit hole for the, the tubing, and he was not interested in that at yeah. all. No.
3: Yeah. Okay. N- neither was I. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's, I, it seems
2: like something's totally up your alley I don't know why you would not be interested in that <laughs>
3: <laughs> a catheter really like how lazy do you have to be just go pee before you go to bed and just be done everybody does that
2: they still have to go at that 5 in the morning time I don't know what is it is about backpacking that's just what happens my friend we've had this conversation a couple times look there's pills that help with that that's all I'm saying I'm not getting the a <laughs> catheter putting that, that in that. <laughs> that's all, all right. I'm going to say okay so um, oh. I got a couple more thoughts here he yeah so so obviously afterwards after like we shared our ideas like we allowed him to kind of promo some of like outdoor vital stuff and outer vitals is coming out with some new stuff and one of them was like that you know the dragon wool pants or whatever and then there's a couple other items that i mm. thought he was going to talk about that he did not he went in a different direction with like items that are not yet out with like the backpack and the you know, the tent that like the super lightweight pack intent. And, yeah. and so I, I, I got kind of excited about it cause I was like, Ooh, like that's really cool because you know, it's like going to be at a good price point and it's still gonna be super lightweight. And I like how they test them. Like you were saying during the interview. Um, but I realized as I was getting excited about it, I was like, this is probably coming across kind of like an infomercial. So that was not intended just so everybody knows. Yeah. You seem a little over
3: excited. You kind of like a little schoolgirl, but it reminded me of like, you know, Charlie, when he, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory when he found the golden mm. ticket. That was kind of what reminded me of you when he was talking about that. So <laughs> it was your golden ticket, buddy. You know, that tent might be your golden ticket.
2: <laughs> it's, not, it's not. even in existence yet. Is that that's and they don't have a name for that one yet, right? I mean, I could see you dancing around, you know, being I got my I got
3: my little tent. I got my you know like I got my golden <laughs> ticket, but I got my little tent. Right. You know, I could see that happening. But I think actually, on right. all seriousness, though so that was I, I could see that being something we both want
2: to get yeah. uh it looked pretty cool so right another another example of me using your trekking pole to to help out right to prop it up sure we'll, we'll let you have that thank you so yeah. anyway i so i i was like this was not intent this is not an infomercial this is just like you know what we shared our, mm-hmm. our ideas and taste on you know we're gonna, we're gonna kind of let him share about his stuff and i was interested yeah. so That's um great. yeah for sure. It was an honest reaction though. It was good. Yeah, oh, it was it was honest. I wasn't like how can we yeah, like obviously we're not selling anything cause they're not even out yet, but they're coming out. So, kind of cool. And then he mentioned that he like kind of threw a challenge out there of like, you know, naming his his products. So, yeah, did you have any thoughts did. on like maybe some potential product names?
3: Yeah, I I was thinking uh, you know, I, I know I mentioned like the moleskin shoes and I thought to myself, mm. you know, maybe if I change the name or came up with a, a legit name. Maybe it would. Maybe it would really, you know, hit home. Right. So I was thinking, what if you called it Soul of the Mole? Ooh, you know? okay. Soul of the Mole. Right.
2: And uh, I thought that might be something okay. that could stick. Yeah. I don't know. What
3: about you? What do you what, did you think of any weird names for anything?
2: Uh, I'm still thinking about your response where I was, at, he was wanting names for Outdoor Vitals products and your response to that was, how can I better name my own product that doesn't exist? Look, <laughs> I got to be a shark. I got to be a shark. I got to be a shark and I got to push it. Soul of them all, baby. <laughs> so, Woo! so, taste. What Soul you're saying is, I could get a free piece of gear if I come up with a name for one of your products. Well, how about instead of that, I just rename my own product <laughs> that doesn't even exist and probably will never exist. That sounds like a better plan. Nice. You know what? If you're gonna be an <laughs> entrepreneur, you gotta think big. Okay.
3: What do you got? What do you got? What you okay, do you got? Okay. So, like? the puffy pants for his his dragon pants. Are you
2: gonna call them I, the puffy pants? I do. I, I do have something for the pants because here's the okay. thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Is if you can come up with a name, like he talked about like the shadow for, for, um, you know, for his yeah. backpack. And I think there's probably other outdoor gear that's named the shadow or something like that. Right. It's a cool yeah. name, but it's not gonna, you're not gonna be like, oh yeah, who's got like the shadow? Like what, what brand is that? Like, it doesn't stick mm-hmm. with you. Right. You gotta have something that might even be downright weird to stand out yeah. if you want to really brand yourself. So, so I like, yeah. I like the, the dragon will pants I think is, is good. But if you really want to... Yeah, go ahead. I think... Yeah, I would call them like... um, Like, how about elven trousers? mm, I was thinking more like dragon slacks, you know? Dragon slacks. There you go. Dragon slacks. Oh, he's got dragon slacks on. I gotta get some dragon slacks, you know?
3: Right. I'm not gonna be going around on the trail being like, ooh elven trousers i gotta get some of those elven trousers what
2: kind of what kind of pants is this? oh these are just my elven trousers no like no people are gonna remember remember that they'll remember <laughs> dragon slacks too, they're, gonna, they're gonna they're gonna
3: it. gag in their mouth and then
2: never forget it because it's so horrible but dragon slacks i think i'm Taysen. i'm complimenting yours and you are making me feel bad about myself look
3: if i want the free if i want the
2: free pants uh, i gotta push my my name dragon slacks <laughs> okay I think yeah. what people are taking away is if you ever have a creative idea out there, don't share it with Derek because he will just make fun of it and make you feel bad. Yes, there. so I will mock you forever. Right, right.
3: Look, elven trousers. Would you? Would the pockets have like little elvish ears on them? Like, what would what would be the? Or are they made of a certain material? Mithril. Or is it the same pants. They're made of mithril. Mithril. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that'd be interesting. <laughs> I was thinking the dragon socks could have like little scales on them or right. something like that but for sure know, for sure might be a bit much yeah we'll we'll keep thinking
2: so. i i mean i think just outrageous names like how about the uh, the armageddon tent right mm. if armageddon's mm. happening you're gonna want this tent to to live in so because <laughs> <laughs> it's so tough you'll survive it's anyway. just i don't know you know <laughs> is a meteor is
3: a meteor coming to hit the earth or if like, it well, does so you're so safe <laughs> <From the tent. laughs> I love it. is it made of nitro like what are we talking
2: about uh, <laughs> oh, Wow! Um, armageddon tent. i don't know i'm just thinking like it's got to be something like bold something not maybe that word but mm. something bolded to stand out so right. i don't know if tason's gonna actually okay. listen to this episode but if he is he's probably turned it off at this point so what if you call it like laser luggage
3: you know for the backpack laser luggage <laughs>
2: Do you you really want to call your, your like, wilderness pack luggage? (laughs) (laughs) Laser straps. I don't know. Scratch it. Scratch it. I could see you just sitting on a log with some, like, backpackers walking by. What kind of luggage you guys got over there? (laughs) (laughs) You could call it the
3: the big dump, the the bottomless pit, the... uh, (laughs) The Achilles heel, the I Achilles heel, uh,
2: shoulder whatever. killer. <laughs> we could go on forever. All right. Um, anyway, so we, we appreciate having Taysan on, taking the time to to listen to Derek's ridiculous ideas and my legit ones. So um, thank mm. you for that. Mm, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions for a future Shark Tank episode for inventions that could possibly exist, feel free to, to share and and uh, we'll see if we can revisit this. If this is you know ends up being a popular one, so.
1: Log on to MidwayUSA.com.
3: We got a few trivia questions okay. for you today. Are you ready? Yeah. We got three questions. Okay. Uh, we'll see how accurate you are. Okay. Um, I want you okay, first question is, can you name three actual sharks on Shark Tank?
2: Besides the ones we already named or? Besides Kevin O'Leary. All right. So, yeah, Lori Griner. I think is how you say that, right? Griner. Grenier, you don't Greener? even know. You don't even know. I don't
3: know. Yeah, I don't watch it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Lori Grenier, she's QVC lady, right? Yeah. Robert Hershevek. he's like the Kay. super nice guy. Um, you you get Mark Cuban, Cubes, and then you got the Damon day. something, and Barbara Cochran. John. Yeah, Cochran. Yeah. Cochran. yeah. Right. So okay. I, I've watched my fair share of Shark Tank, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Well done. But thank you. Question two:
3: Which of these items are most likely? Or most likely to be come Outdoor Vitals products. Ooh, okay. Is it the pocket pooper pants? Soul of the mole? Mm. Animal survival alarm mm. kit? Or the tent catheter? Okay. Which is most likely?
2: Well, they don't make boots. So it's not going to be the soul of the mole. They don't make... They make the pants... Mm um he did mention like having a special zipper in the back yeah. I'm gonna go with the pants you're gonna you're, you're gonna pick my pants the, i actually thought you'd yeah. say the sound
3: alarm the animal sound alarm that was
2: no because they don't do techie stuff though
3: yeah that's true okay all right we'll give you that pocket pooper pants that works uh okay. final question true or Thank false you. uh your co-host has swam with sharks true or false true that is true that is true yeah I swam with sharks
2: that was that was an easy one that was more just like how can i work this in carl, <laughs> a, carl ask me how i swam with sharks so i want to tell everybody how can i so, look cool so t- <laughs> what can i do
3: to gain more
2: you swam <laughs>
3: you swam with dolphins before too right i have that was actually really cool yeah they were like yeah. jumping over me they were like pushing me around and stuff that was that was interesting Dolphins push
2: push around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they like they. You put your feet out, or you know, they come up
3: behind you and they push you with their nose. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought you good. meant they're
2: like they are bullying you a little bit there. No,
3: they push around. <laughs> uh, no but when you're surfing, okay. they come right up to you. They'll come pretty close to you in the water too.
2: So that's pretty. Tell cool. me about your shark, your Shark Tank incident.
3: My Shark Tank incident.
2: Yeah, you said you swam with sharks. You just said this. I wasn't just in, in this. a well. I
3: wasn't in a tank. I was in a okay. in the ocean, and they, oh, they were okay. swimming around. Yeah, I oh. really d- I do want to do the uh, cage dive with the great whites. That's that's one of my bucket list items to do.
2: I would love okay. to do that. Actually, all right. I'll I'll, I'll respond do. with the true or false um, related sharks. Oh, true boy. or false? I personally have known somebody to be killed by a shark. Hmm. Just the fact that you brought that up, I'm going to say true. But you're going to say false. True. Really? Yeah, true. We had um a guy I knew at church when I was living in Australia mm. was was out surfing and was killed by a bull shark. He was no joke. um yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he he made it to shore and then died soon thereafter yeah. and he was uh I think he was like a 18-year-old That's kid insane, at the point, yeah. so. A lot of sharks. It's pretty rough. In yeah. Yeah, and it's still rare to to get attacked, but um kind of yeah, yeah. sad. So on that sad, sad somber note, Thanks, Carl. Good episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tippets. I got one tidbit today, my friend. I've got, um, Ooh. this one was given to me like a while back. This is an MP3 from our good friend Todd, and I've been hanging on to it, trying to find the right time, and it's the right time. So he was referring to something we mentioned in an episode a long time ago, but I think it's still applicable. So here's what he had to say. Hey, Carl. As far as rehydrating your meals, you wanted to boil the water in the jet bowl, but then you are not you know, you needed another container. If you take your food in a freezer Ziploc
1: bag, they have different sizes, um, one quart, one gallon, whatever, um, you can put hot water into those. I tried this this last summer, I'd
3: read about it online, and it worked. Um, I used the quart size, and I'm
0: gonna try a gallon size, you know, a bigger one than that. Uh, soon, I think that might be a little better, but give that a shot.
2: Do you feel comfortable rehydrating your food like with hot water in a Ziploc no, bag? I Eric? do not. That is not appealing. He just gave you. He just said it was cool. He said it was well, good, uh, to do. good. You to go. know, the
3: weather's cool too. Doesn't mean I have to enjoy it though. You know, so I I think that mm. that's cool for him. It might be cool for you. It's just not something I would be interested in doing i would i mean i would try it but it's not something i'm like ooh. but you're into the whole like let me rehydrate my food and let me you know
2: you're into that so well is are you more concerned with like the chemicals leaching out of the plastic or are you more concerned with like it's too hot to hold
3: i think the latter i think hot to hold but i mean i could you could obviously remedy
2: that with you know gloves or something
3: but uh it just doesn't appeal the whole thing doesn't appeal
2: yeah, the the point is to actually to to go lighter weight, so you're not gonna bring extra things mm. for for that. So
3: that's true. That's a good yeah.
2: Point. Um, yeah, it's not as much. Yeah, it's not as thick as the uh, you know the freeze dried packages. Mm. So it's not as holdable, I suppose. So that that's not as. So if if that works, Todd, for you, I'd say go for it. I did try to do some research. Do the chemicals actually leach out with the hot water? And I found some sites that were like they do not. So and then I found other sites that were like they might. Um, so I'm going to say inconclusive on that hmm. so I don't hmm. think I'm going to go that route but uh, if you've had success then go for it more power to him more power yeah. to him but that sounds still, good still, yeah
3: that, that is th- glorious uh, like that. anything else are you good to no, go that's it alright guys thanks again it's been a lot of fun great episode uh, we will see you next time on the B&B and remember guys if Carl shows you some Ziploc bags you better start hiding your food ASAP I want So there was another there was another item that uh, Carl and me were talking about, and I, I I I jumped on board with them. I jumped on board with them on this. I think this is a good item, especially if you're a fisherman and it's something you know. If you're trying to you know fish for fish or like maybe you like want to catch a shark maybe or something. There's this new thing that we're gonna try and patent. It's called the Chili Mac Chum, and it's gonna be hot and bothered for these sharks and fish. Chili Mac Chum, do it.